0: Welcome ladies and gentlemen. This is the first episode of podcast called witty banter. I'm your host one of your hosts chase Williams and to my left right here is a beautiful man named Hunter Dorsett go and say hello.
1: Hey everybody.
0: All right great. So this is going to be our first episode ever. We've never done a podcast before.
1: We're excited. We're very (laughs)
0: excited. It's going to be a bumpy ride. but We're glad you're here with us for it. Um, This is the start of a journey. Yeah, This is our an <laughs> inaugural podcast. This
1: is just one step on the rung to celebrityism <laughs> Yeah, that we're gonna, we plan on. We're going to
0: look back five years from now at this day and realize that this was the start of all of our greatness. Absolutely. So the first thing we want to talk about and introduce to you about our show, Witty Banter. Um, every week we're going to try to review something as we're podcasting. It's probably more than likely every week going to be an alcoholic beverage, mm-hmm. um, ranging from you know some sort of craft beer. We might even do wine, and you know once we're making millions of dollars from all the revenue that this show makes us, we are definitely going to go for like scotches and whiskies and, mm-hmm. and things high, like that. High baller shit. High baller shit. Easily. So, uh, Hunter, what are we drinking today?
1: Uh, Today it looks kind of like we're, we're trying out Titan IPA, which – do you know what uh, the – is it Great Divide? Great
0: Divide is the brewery. Okay. A uh, few of you might have seen or know of Great Divide. <laughs> I think they're getting kind of popular. I've seen them pretty much in most uh, grocery stores that I've been to where I go and buy beer. The, the reason we picked this one is I've had Great Divide's um, Hercules IPA, mm. and it was fucking outstanding. One – one bomber got me pretty obliterated. It was a very strong one. So we figured, hey, they probably do some, you know, they're doing something well. So we'll try this one out. So we're going to go ahead and give this an open.
1: It's a good exchange rate if they uh if one bomber starts getting you good. You're like, yeah, yep, exactly. This, this is a nice beer.
0: It's going to be a good time. Nice wrench. Right? Opener. Yeah. That is a gift I got from a friend named Andrew Tarvin. That guy's the shit. Okay. Shout out to Andrew. All right, guys. So, <laughs> um I think the way the show is going to end up going is the first segment we're gonna do is news. Um, most of the news that we're gonna to try to cover is probably gonna be gaming related and just like entertainment industry in general. I myself, um, in fact, yeah. Why don't we go ahead and introduce ourselves and just and just say, I don't know what we're all about, our likes and interests, and kind of what we're bringing to the show. Hunter, you go first. Oh, okay.
1: Well, uh, my name is Hunter Dorsett. I am a uh, a senior at UT right now, and I am in UT in where. A- uh, University of Texas at Austin. At Austin, all right. The
0: only the monolith. Yeah, the, of all UT
1: <laughs> Austin, the you know music capital of the world. So there you I'm uh, I'm a senior. I'm in an accounting program. It's pretty tough. It's actually one of the toughest in the nation. And Hell yeah, I'm proud of that. Um, I'm also an avid musician, so I try and uh, you know spread the wealth of my musical knowledge across guitar, piano, singing, and you know maybe a little synth. But,
0: and tambourine,
1: <laughs> especially love tambourine the tambourine and the triangle. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> no, nah, but uh, I like beer. I'm a normal guy. I love sports. You know, my best friend is Chase. Hey, that's me. And uh, I'm in a fraternity, but I-, I wouldn't say that I'm an average fraternity guy by any means.
0: What is an average fraternity?
1: The guy? stereotype, the stereotype of fraternity. Like when you when you when you look on like shows and you see like, hey man, gonna go get fucked up and. Fuck bitches all the time, like. Which, but
0: you can't, you can't lie to yourself. That's I am ninety-five percent of them, right? Yeah,
1: I think that it is. I think that it's an earned stereotype. Yeah. But I think it's stupid to generalize that everybody that's in a friend is like that.
0: Well, generalizing in general is stupid, right?
1: Kind of, kind of. <laughs> because I generalize way too much to say that I think it's completely stupid. But right. yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Okay. For sure. So okay. anything
0: else you want to add?
1: Um. I think that's pretty much like my deal, you know? All right, excellent. Yeah.
0: Okay, well, my name is Chase Williams. Um, I am also a senior here at UT. Um, Just recently. Just recently, yeah. Just transferred in after a long line of transfers because my life is ridiculous. (laughs) It really is, especially lately. Oh, my God. (laughs) So I am an international relations major. Um, I don't really know if I'm going to try to actually follow anything in the field of that. I might, um, but we'll see. My main hobbies, I pretty much, um, I love video games, I love movies, I love TV shows, um, I love music as well, uh, yeah, I don't know, that, and yeah, I play guitar also, um, I mean, shit, that's all I can really You're Both single, ladies? Yeah, ladies. <laughs> Start thinking about now how sexy our voices are, because we're both single.
1: Yeah, we're, we're pretty good looking. <laughs> <laughs> that, was my good, that was my good looking yeah. voice.
0: So I guess um, just to try to get, I don't know, a, a portfolio started for the both of us, we wanted to start this podcast and just uh, get the show on the road. So thank you again for listening and for starting us off on this journey. Absolutely. Nothing's going to be perfect, and it's definitely going to have some bumps and kinks, but you're going to help us iron them out, iron them out. it's going to be a good thing. Good stuff. So the, first way, the way we want to start every, um, every show, like we said, we're going to be reviewing something, and we're going to start with news. News that I care about for sure. You probably are going to care about because if you're listening to the show. um, Knowing the show is probably going to be mostly gaming-based. Like I said, entertainment industry. Um, And then Hunter is going to try to bring – I mean, what do you think you're going to be bringing to the table, Hunter?
1: I think think that a lot more of my flair will probably be from the business side because I have a real, like, financial mind. Plus, I'm doing the accounting stuff, so I think I can kind of bring just some – just some good like financial language to some people, you <laughs> some know, like people, jargon. Being, yeah, just people being able to understand like just the ins and outs of even just how to deal with like stocks and yeah. you know, just whatever, like, just yeah,
0: investments. And, and I would like to really apply your stock knowledge to maybe even the gaming industry. and like, hey, mm-hmm. these are the companies that you should be investing in because I already got, I, I mean, already shit, got dude, stuff for you man. Grand Theft Auto Five made a billion dollars mm-hmm. in three days, mm-hmm. and if you're not telling me that, like, <laughs> other companies are look not looking at that. In some way to try to, you know...
1: I'm sure Rockstar is definitely feeling the surge right now of their own finances. I'm sure they're elated.
0: (laughs) I'm sure everyone's on vacation right now having put in five years of work on that project.
1: Just imagine if they put in five years of work and then everyone was like, this game fucking sucks. (laughs) Yeah, you know what? I really didn't... Yeah. Yeah, like 20% of (laughs) my life I really didn't like
0: anything about it. (laughs) All right, so the first thing we're going to start off with today as far as news is on Twitter, new Dumb and Dumber pictures were posted (laughs) from the set of the new movie and uh, i've actually got them pulled up right here if you haven't seen them already uh, go to jeff daniels twitter feed and uh, he's the one who posted them and it's basically them back in the same exact costume there, and <laughs> wearing the cardigan they got the fucking goofy haircuts the chip tooth is back uh jim carrey actually kind of looks just about as young as he always has
1: yeah maybe a little more neck flab but <laughs> yeah jeff, otherwise yeah
0: jeff daniels though He's got some miles, right? He
1: needs to make his hair longer. His hair in the original was way longer than that.
0: Oh, he's probably got less of it now. But
1: he's, dude, he's such a good actor that he's going to be even better, I think. I think Jim Carrey will be as good, but I feel like Jeff Daniels would be even better.
0: You don't think Jeff Daniels has, I mean, Jim Carrey's expanded his acting. I mean, dude, he did a lot of, he's got a diverse portfolio. He
1: does, but like, I feel like the thing that really made him shine in that movie in particular was just like his facial expressions. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, you know, with most movies he does, it's his facial expressions, and we're like we've kind of already seen that. It's like a, not not. a I don't want to yeah, say he's
0: we, a. Wa- we want to see that though.
1: <laughs> I love Jim Carrey, so I'm not talking <laughs> crap. But like, he's. It's a little bit of a like a one trick pony in a way you know well what about the trick is awesome what about but the, the pony is like the same
0: like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind and things like that
1: yeah but I, the, I for me I, I wasn't as uh, enthralled or I, I didn't believe yeah. in it as much you know he's just too goofy of a awesome like a hilarious goofy mm-hmm. dude for me to take him seriously know, okay.
0: well but, I'm fucking pumped for that movie it, super honestly, it honestly pisses me off when people are like know, just like the whole <laughs> sequel syndrome I'm like dude it's been like 15 years Yeah, this one's different this one's gonna be sick and like I'm going in knowing I'm gonna like it. So, of course. <laughs> sequel, two. A- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sequel two. Yeah, uh, sequel two. That movie is coming out sometime 2014. So I don't, I don't know. They haven't put a, an exact date out there, but it's gonna be here next year, and it's gonna be fucking awesome. All right. Um, next thing on the list here, number two, Hunter. I don't know if you've heard about this. Um, this this website Deadline.com reported on a a new TV show that's been picked up by Fox. That is going to be based on a young Commissioner Gordon from Batman. Hmm. Okay, and okay. the concept is that it's a young Commissioner Gordon. Mm-hmm. He's still a detective at the police, you know, okay. precinct in Gotham. Uh, Batman will never be in the series. This is all pre-Batman Gordon.
1: <laughs>
0: well, I'm, they, had, they had to do that. <laughs> okay, you, know? okay, you can't okay. fucking yeah, okay.
1: We saw know. we saw Batman and Gordon meet, so that makes sense. Right.
0: Um, it is from the creator of The Mentalist. And I've I've never seen that show, so I don't really know how much you know what leverage that brings or whatever. Yeah. But I think the Mentalist has had, been on for a few seasons. You know. Is that a, is that a, is it a show or is it a movie? It's a show. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Yeah. So uh, it's being put on by Warner Brothers, and then that guy. Um, so what I mean, what do you think? What do you think about that? I think I personally think that's that's awesome. I think it's a great idea to one get DC in the game mm-hmm. because I feel like entertainment wise, DC has been out of it. For the last 10, 12 years, besides the Batman trilogy, I mean, maybe that's when they got back into it. But Marvel has just been on this, like, ever and since <laughs> Spider-Man, dude, yeah. it's been Marvel movie after Marvel movie. Yeah. And now they got Marvel movies tying into the Avengers and all uh-huh. that shit. And I just feel like DC has always, like, been three steps behind.
1: They, they have. Um, and, I, and I think that they understood that, like, whenever they saw the Avengers. Because they were like, wait they made all these universes from different movies align and then DC yeah. was like fuck now we mm-hmm. have to try and do that
0: well i think also it's the money they made too yeah. they are just like holy shit they mm-hmm. racked it in but i mean not to, dude that movie was awesome avengers was great very entertaining yeah um, to be
1: to be perfectly honest about the commissioner gordon thing though like i didn't know him as part of the comic book, or I didn't know yeah, him. I don't. I didn't read the comic. So, yet. like to a certain extent, I'm like a little disinterested because he wasn't really like a Marvel character that I thought. But of. in the
0: but in this last trilogy, a lot of people like were fans of Commissioner. I like.
1: Yeah, yeah, I really like the actor, and I think that he's. I think he's a solid addition to the movie. I just don't know what at all what they would even want to do with him because well, he's I, not like a superhero. But like, think
0: about this way: how many countless just. Carbon copy, reprinted cop shows are on TV. <laughs> all right, and I'm not gonna watch any of them. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the second you got one in Gotham, mm. bringing in DC stuff, You're where right. they're able to explore villains in the comic books mm-hmm. that would never see the light of day on, on TV. Absolutely. That's fucking cool. I agree. Okay. Okay. So, uh, be on the lookout for that. That's one of I think you know the Arrow is the the first um, DC character that made it to TV, and I think the Flash ended up in, like, the end of, like, the first or second season. They're actually even talking about maybe doing a Flash TV show oh as well. Oh, my gosh. So that I would, would be, love that. Yeah, dude. that would be three DC um, characters on TV, that, you know, which is good. It's a good presence for them. All right, uh, number three. This is reported on by the New York Times. This kind of has nothing to do with um, gaming or entertainment, but it does have to do with technology. Hunter, when you go on, a, when you go on an airplane and you're about to take off, what do you got to do? Put your fucking seat back. Yeah, you gotta turn off your phone. Turn off your phone. This is the worst. Well, guess what? You're always like mid text. Guess what? New rules on devices are being thought out at the FAA, the Federal Aviation Administration, right now, on maybe on on not making you do that anymore. Because
1: like I feel like the 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 stereotypical reason that everyone always said it for is because like the captain will get interference Mm -hmm. and shit. And I'm like. Come on. Like well, the real – and now, that's the thing.
0: Like, the real rule is there's, there were so many devices out there that they couldn't keep up with, with whether or not one or the other was going to cause interference. So they would just blanket it all and say everything off. Yeah, yeah. So now apparently what they're – and this isn't set in stone. Apparently, I guess they're, um, they're talking about it now. What they want to allow is your e-books, your iPods, um, anything you play videos on, all that can stay. The one thing they do want to keep a ban on is – Wi-Fi, sending texts and emails, and making making phone calls. So, so essentially, <laughs> you can have your phone on you just can't use it. Well, I mean... <laughs> like, those are the main things that I use it. For. Yeah, but you could, st- like, say some, some kid brought his, you know, Nintendo fucking Game Boy in there. He can mm. keep it on. Okay. You know. That's, so, okay. Uh, it's a step in the right direction. Yeah, right?
1: no, yeah. I'm, I'm totally down. Yeah. Making steps.
0: Which, you would think this change would have come a little bit sooner, given the the presence that technology has right. in the culture of America or just <laughs> fucking the world in general. Yeah, seriously. Okay, uh, number four, getting to Xbox news. Uh, reported on by uh, Destructoid.com, there was an interview with a member of, um, an employee of Microsoft going over the Xbox One dashboard and and different ways to share your, your recorded DVR gaming clips. So first of all, um, the dashboard in general... It comes so the console comes with Connect. This thing, what? No matter how many people are in the room, it's gonna be able to recognize your face. This is, I mean, honestly, kind of creepy. How is that creepy? It just, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> having <laughs> having a
1: non-human entity recognize me and like be like, "What's up? Like, I know who you are." Okay. just uh... well,
0: Fine. All right. But this is <laughs> but this is what that means for you, right? Okay, okay. I get to walk in front of my television, wave my hand, just mm. saying, "Hey, it's me," and it's like, "Okay, Chase has signed in." It signs me in. Your entire profile is backed up onto the cloud. So if I'm at your house, I the cloud, (laughs) welcome to the future. The
1: evermore. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Um, If I'm at your house and I want to sign in, it used to be the biggest fucking hassle of a lifetime on Xbox 360. I had to recover my account. Let it download for nine fucking hours. And then when I went back to my house, I have to re recover it over again. Now. First world problems. Yeah, friends, <laughs> this whole podcast is the first world problems. Witty banter. Yeah, witty banter. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Um, yeah, so it pulls your shit in from the cloud, and you're all ready to go. You can now have up to six people signed in on one Xbox rather than just one at a time. That's so, awesome. Yeah. So That's say, real dope. say it knows you, you're, you come over. It automatically puts your shit in there. And along with your profile, it'll also know, like, oh, he plays video games inverted. So all of his controls are now inverted. Oh, (laughs) on his fight stick, I know how his controls are set up. They're set up for him now. (laughs) That's fucking dope. We know it. That's
1: really awesome. Yes.
0: Um, So now your friends list is going to have a 1,000-person limit, up from 100. Oh, that's bullshit, dude. That's bullshit. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Only 1,000? Unbelievable. (laughs) <laughs> um, personally this never bothered me I have like 20 people on my friends list because yeah. I, I don't really accept people that you know I don't know um,
1: unless you just want to talk shit to them real yeah, quick exactly. and then like yeah. I'm all about that yeah absolutely way.
0: so you can have a 1,000 person friend friends list uh, you can also group them into favorites so you can access the people you know uh, quicker and easier also, you can do you can have they have followers now, much like Twitter on your Xbox,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: you can have unlimited followers. So wow. essentially, someone could follow me, or you and I could follow a celebrity. Or that
1: video games, video
0: game celebrity. So,
1: like, what it, what is the essence of following somebody that video games?
0: So, what it'll shoot to you like all of your in game, all of your in game shit, I guess. So it's like, hey. Um, Jim Carrey just beat level five on this shit. Try to beat his high score. Like, okay, I'll fucking do that.
2: Beat your ass, Jim Carrey. Beat your ass, Jim Carrey.
0: It's, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, this is honestly worthless. Mm-hmm. But um, in the lead up to the consoles, they're just trying to give you any little tidbit they can. Yeah, I mean, that's a cool idea. Yeah. So, yeah, you can see people's activity. Um, now the dashboard is offering a up to four application um, multitasking. With instant switching. So you can have four different applications running in the background and you can switch between them and they say instantly.
1: So you say like, like – so like you could just be doing like a video game and then you should be like, oh, wait. I want to see this one part of Breaking Bad and then just go yes. over to Netflix it's and Xbox, immediately TV. do it? Yeah. Wow. OK. Well, and, and not
0: only that, you can actually like take some of the apps that are running and clip them to the side of your screen. So on the left, I'm playing this game. And here's, here's the example they used. On the left, you're watching TV. You're watching football. On the right, you have your fantasy team. Jeez. And every time they score a point, it, it updates. automatic. Oh, my God. That would be
1: so dope. See? That's what I'm saying. Dude, the, people are going to go wild about that. Okay. For sure.
0: But here's the deal. Fantasy do huge. How do you get that across to the everyday consumer? Because the people who are into football and fantasy, who are going to buy an Xbox or whatever, mm-hmm. Just I mean, for Call of Duty or for Madden, how, I mean, do you think – they're going to know how to utilize these features, or do you think this is something that is this really a selling point? Well, I mean,
1: it's it's as much of a selling point as you make it, you know, as you market it, you know, like if if are it's, they, But are they marketing it well? I, I don't know. I mean, you don't know about it, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess not. But like, like what I'm saying is, like, what I think what really is the deal nowadays is it's not even how many features something has. It's like, what are the uh, relevant differences between features. So, like, if is PlayStation 3 or 4 planning on doing that shit, too? Um, I haven't heard anything. Like, having stuff yeah. where you can do that kind of stuff? It's like, I feel like that would be the real leverage. Is like, oh, well, like, Xbox One, you can have fantasy and do this, and if PlayStation 4 can't do that, then people would be like, hell yeah, that's a reason why I would do right. Xbox One. Well, back
0: to marketing, too. So far, the way Xbox has marketed the Xbox One to the general public has been a very to the casual audience, where their very first press conference was literally all about TV. It was like, this is how Xbox synthesizes all of your television needs. The first commercial they ever ran for the Xbox One, I believe, was during a football game, and it was all about football. Which
1: is really weird, because even in some of my business classes that I've been talking about, like, uh, I'm in a marketing class right now, and um, they're talking about how, like, if you want to try and reach just everybody, usually that's a stupid idea. Like you have a and they're so established that it's like maybe be an okay proposition for them. But like especially if you're just starting or you're trying to really like break into a market. Okay. If you like what PlayStation, I feel like, is doing is they're they're probably trying to get to more just straight game. That's exactly
0: right. what they're doing. So and but that's exactly but it. That is
1: that is like a normal that is like a normal business strategy to like define your target market and just give them everything. They and need. just be like, "Y'all are our thing. Y'all are our customer." How did you how did you come you. Up, come
0: with that conclusion? Because honestly, you hit the nail on the head. That's exactly what PS4's aim is.
1: Well, I mean, we've talked about it, uh, you know, off off the mic is uh, from time to time, but it, also just like my friends, you know, like my mm-hmm. roommates. I um, I really had a long debate with. Uh, My friend Britton, he was like, Why do you think Xbox One? Because I just talked to you and I was like, I think Xbox One's gonna be the shit. Yeah. And then he came out with like four or five other reasons where I was like, like mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. PS4 will be better in those regards, but they were all very gamer oriented. Yeah, you know, it wasn't it wasn't just like what you were saying, like being able to walk in and be oh hey, what's up? It's yeah, me. exactly. Um,
0: they do have a lot of cool things going for them. So um, I'm
1: saying like Xbox One's strategy might be a little bit risky, just because they're they don't really have a target market. I think it's, it's cr- just I everyone. Think it's but risky. at yeah. the same at the same time, if they can establish that standard, then. Then PlayStation's market share is going to go down because they have such a targeted market, you know. Like,
0: yeah, and I think in a way they already have that standard because right now, the mag- like first of all, I I think total units wise, PS3 I don't even know where it's at. I can't I can't say. I think it's been like you know fifty sixty million Xboxes and like you know round the same for PlayStation Three, but. Everybody plays, like, Call of Duty on mm-hmm. Xbox, and they play – like, Xbox since day one has been about play with your friends.
1: Yeah, and they're so, awesome
0: about that. Yeah, and so why would somebody go buy a PlayStation 4 when all their friends are going to be on Xbox? Yeah. You know?
1: But, I mean, the other the other thing is, is like, I feel like PS4 is going to have – they're they're going to be working on their networking capabilities within their. Oh yeah, they've already they've already stuff. stepped it up. So like like you know my my friend the way he put it is like you know I have I don't have to pay to be online. You do now, though. Is, what really? PlayStation
0: 4, if you want to play multiplayer, Dude, you got to pay. That's a huge
1: disadvantage for them now. I, that was the competitive advantage that they had. But that, that being said, you
0: get what you pay for. Like their online service has been. Miles behind Xbox for a long time, and I've, it's caught up now. Um, I still personal, personally, personally, um, favor the Xbox's user interface. Mm-hmm. I think it flows way better. It's easier to navigate. That might be because I've had it longer, but I do think uh, PlayStation 3's is, is very confusing and and not very user friendly. Okay. Um, yeah, and the final thing about this on this interview has to do with the game capture feature. I don't know if you know this, but. There's a DVR functionality on the Xbox where pretty much the last 15 minutes, it is recording everything that you've done. And what do you mean the last 15 minutes of what? Like,
1: oh, just a running yeah, it's stream a running, of the last you can, 15 minutes exactly.
0: Okay. All right. And so what you can do is you can record game clips now. Much like you could like with Halo 3's theater, you can wow. now do this across any game just using Xbox's own wow. native feature. Really cool. Which is incredible yeah. because, I mean that's awesome because <laughs> like me. you're going to
1: want to end when you fucking, you know, have that real badass thing. Yeah. And, All right, I'm done. Yeah, Got yeah. my 15 minutes. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm fucking out. <laughs>
0: I know, and like for me, I love – I always record my game shit because I love to show them to people because I'm a fucking huge nerd like that.
1: But you do some pretty – you've done some outrageous stuff, like Dude. the sticky nades uh, uh, hitting each yes. other.
0: <laughs> I go ham. Um, but here's here's the one thing out of this article. In fact, the most important thing in my opinion that came out of it is this will not be available at launch. But they say within the fo- the next year, their plan is to – you will be able to share – your film clips directly to YouTube and Facebook. And the fact that they have... I would have almost thought that that would have been like the obvious thing. Well, No, it is the obvious thing. But I think the fact that they worked out a deal where they could actually be with YouTube. Because Mm -hmm. at first, they already had a deal with Twitch TV, where it's like you can put all your stuff on Twitch TV. i never even heard of that. Okay, well, what Twitch TV is, and for anybody else who doesn't know, um, it's essentially a website... I don't know if you have to pay a premium. I've actually never been there. Where people just... um, record and broadcast their games you can go watch anybody
1: is that where people do the play me or yeah a lot of
0: let's plays a lot of let's plays on there um it's actually something i've even considered so and and in fact i was already gonna probably get a twitch tv account just so i could start streaming my clips but if they're gonna have functionality with youtube i mean that's awesome you can go right to my own channel i can start my i can start doing my own films i thought that youtube was a free service so like it didn't even matter what you put I mean, maybe. They're owned by Google, so... Oh, they
1: are? Yeah, Google owns YouTube, dude. I'm out of it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, get in that, dude. <laughs> All right.
0: Hunter, how's your beer so far?
1: I was going to ask, because we haven't really said anything yeah, about we really, it, but... Yeah, um, we really went
0: through it. Um, yeah, well, I had to, my first
1: one, so I guess I mean, it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> to be completely honest, uh, it's very, like, nondescript. Nothing's jumped out at me yet. It's definitely an IPA. It's a
1: solid-ass IPA. Yeah, it it's, it's not... Yeah, it's
0: not distinct. It's got bitterness... Mm. but I can't really discern a flavor from that bitterness.
1: Yeah, I'm, and be, I've already talked to you. I mean, my sense of smell for anyone who's listening is, is shot, basically, <laughs> which sucks because your sense of taste is 70% smell. Yeah. So, like, you know, I have trouble being able to discern those real finite tastes <laughs> like you were able to do, but um, I would, I would able, yeah. honestly just say, like, it's a, it's a nice, solid IPA for people that like IPAs. Um, it again, yeah. yeah it this is jump like jump out at you. In any yeah, way, but I think it's like, I'll, I would love to get drunk off this. Right.
0: Thing. I think flavor profile wise, I, I can I can taste like a hint, a fucking hint <laughs> of malt, maybe, okay. maybe. Uh. And as far as the hops, like it's definitely hoppy. It's mm-hmm. bitter as shit. I can't even, but I can't tell what kind of hops they are. I can't tell if it's like citrus, or you know, if there's, you know, I don't know. I can't get anything out of it.
1: We're 21, by the way.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> just just letting all those people know. <laughs> yeah. All legal endeavors here. <laughs> All right. Can I get the wrench? Yes, you can. Open this bad <laughs> boy up. There you are, sir. You. Okay, number five. This is really interesting. Um, so on a website, and this is a Chinese website. I'm going to butcher the name here. Are you ready for it? Jinhua. Ah, uh, okay. website. This is – they reported on Microsoft um, kind of entering the Chinese market for video games. Mm. And this is honestly kind of monumental. So I'm going to lay some backstory for you. Um, China has had a 13-year ban on foreign games and consoles.
1: Anyone that wasn't in China couldn't get any of their stuff in there? You're not selling shit there. Why
0: those commie bastards? (laughs) Those Those commie shits. Bastards. Um, You know, I don't really know why in context of their own fucking country and agenda, why they're doing that. But that was the way it was.
1: Okay.
0: Um, and And so now they're lifting that ban. And in response, Microsoft, on Monday, formed a joint entertainment venture with a Chinese company called Best TV, B-E-S-T-V, which is a Shanghai Best entertainment company, to offer games and streaming services to China. Okay? Yeah. And so the venture is going to be called eHome Entertainment Development. Okay? That's the current name right now. It is owned 51% by Best TV and 49% by Microsoft. The chairman will, of the board will be chosen by Best TV and the CEO will be chosen by Microsoft. Hmm. This company is currently worth 237 million dollars combined. And the reason why this really jumped at jumped up at me and should be jumping up at anybody else is because it is no secret that Microsoft lost one like just frayed right up Tab-1. Lost well the tablet yes we'll get to that <laughs> later. I'm oh, sorry. Lost the market share in Japan. The PS3 won. It got to, they don't even sell Xbox in Japan anymore. Okay. Wow. Okay. When they first launched, they tried. They made a push. They're were like, we're bringing all these JRPGs. You know, we've got this game called Blue Dragon Eternal Sonata. Yes. Blue Dragon is actually the art was done by the same artist who created Dragon Ball Z, Akira, whatever his name. Uh, Akira Toriyama. Yes, that yeah. guy. Fucking Bravo. Good for you. I think that's his name. Yeah, it sounds right. Um, So Xbox is non-existent in Japan. And Xbox One will be launching in Japan, albeit not at the same date it launches in America. But they're going to try again. But since there's been a 13-year vacuum in China, Microsoft is essentially trying to rush in and sweep up whatever they can. And I think that's exciting. Like, what if, you know with the new Xbox or whatever else they got into that market and all those people who play games started playing Xbox that is going to be a huge advantage. Yeah, over but, well, I mean
1: I, I was almost even thinking about it. And we're, we're in China right now, right? We're in China. Um Shanghai. Do you think that do you think that they won out going back to what we talked to again before is like do you think that the gamers in China are just really intense gamers therefore they're going to want a... Uh, they're gonna want the PS4 opposed to the Xbox One because it's built for gamers. Like it's made
0: for gamers. Yeah, but that I mean maybe I don't know what kind of games China plays. I have no fucking idea. Yeah, um,
2: <laughs> beats me. Yeah, like I know, like I know,
0: I know South Korea. Like it's all PC games. Consoles okay. don't really have any presence in there. Uh, China. I mean not China. Japan. You got the PlayStation. You got the the PSP. The PS Vita. Nintendo 3DS and the DS, those all have huge, huge stuff. yeah, and Nintendo, all have a okay. huge presence there. So, yeah, I have no idea, to be completely honest, what they're playing. I, I just think, you know... Like,
1: like w- what is the advantage that the Xbox One will have trying to relaunch? Other than, you know, merger, and, merging and acquisitioning this new company... What is the real Xbox One's advantage in in relaunching this time as opposed to last time?
0: What do you mean relaunching?
1: You said like they they tried to go in against PS Three last. That time, That was in right? Japan. Oh, that was in yeah, Japan. Yeah, that was in Japan. Okay. And they well, lost completely. Okay. Well, if it's China, yeah, it's a yeah. different market. So. so and that's
0: what I'm saying. And they're going to be they're merging with this Chinese China based company, essentially, which is a foot in the door. Mm-hmm. And I, I see it's a great opportunity. Yeah, for Yeah, that's that's dope. That's really good. Yeah, so we'll have to see how that plays that's out. It's gonna be cool. Okay, the last three things on the news list, um, honestly, have sent a huge ripple through pretty much all of the gaming industry in general. Um, are you are you familiar with the company Valve, or have um, heard of Steam? N- no, no. Okay, <laughs> I like you. You say it in a way
1: like I I really want to know, but I don't. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> that's fine though. I mean, and and they're very well very well being. Listeners who don't either. So, Valve, Valve is this, this company right now who, when it comes to public relations, they are just the shining gem. Like, everyone loves them. Mm-hmm. All right? They, they can do no wrong because they own this distribution service called Steam. All right? So, let's say you and I are PC gamers. As a PC gamer, we log on to Steam, and Steam is a marketplace, and we can go on there, you can buy games from Steam, download them from Steam, okay. play them with your Steam friends list. And what is so what is so remarkable and incredible about it is for the last three years now, this huge used games debate has been going on in the industry about how our consoles gonna handle used games, because used games are bad for for business. Mm-hmm. GameStop is bad for business. You know, if mm-hmm. I buy a game Give it to GameStop, and GameStop sells it, and they go play that game. Well, the developer never made any money off that second person play?: Right.
1: Yeah. It's...
0: And right now, Microsoft is actually trying. Microsoft and Sony both are sort of trying to move towards a model that Steam has already been doing for like the last three years, mm-hmm. where everything you buy you can't resell. You don't buy used because it's
1: just straight up like streaming. Yeah.
0: It's a well. It's not streaming. It's you buy download it. You are essentially buying permission to use software. And that software is a game. Okay. And, but what they do well is that means their prices are cheaper. Mm. You know, you're not paying $60 every time. Also, they'll do these things where it's like, all right, they'll like do like, there's a summer steam sale where like every, for a week in the summer you can get like games that are, they're the shit, you know, like civilization five big games for like $5. Wow. And, and like people will break the bank. (laughs) Just going and get Hundreds of game games. Game crazy. Game crazy. It's a game portfolio yeah. of sorts. And um, honestly, it's genius because... And, and, and Xbox has actually done it themselves now where they've started offering... They did a game sale this summer where they offered like three or four titles for like five bucks. And I fuck, I bought all of them. <laughs> and guess how many I've played? None of them. I've played none of them. Typical consumer yes. habit. <laughs> yeah. It's genius. Your
1: eyes are, are more... Uh, Hungrier than your actual gaming appetite. So
0: basically, uh, throughout the past like year and a half or so, there's been rumors of Steam potentially making a Steam box, their own hardware, their own console. Wow. Where you could buy this Steam box and you could get access to Steam and all the PC games and play them on your big screen. And honestly, for me, that's incredibly attractive because I'm not a PC gamer. I don't yeah. have a PC that can run these games, but there's some amazing games out there, and I would love access to them and this essentially gives you access to okay. this Steam Box. That sounds cool. The so Steam Box. Steam Box. I'm down. All right. So to the actual news story. <laughs> <laughs> um, throughout the course of this week, Valve made three announcements, okay? Announcement number 1, Steam operating system, okay? This is a Linux-based open-sourced operating system that takes Steam to your TV, basically. Um, It uses – it's a free standalone operating system for quote-unquote living room machines. I don't know what that means. I don't know what actual machines in your living room will be able to run this Steam OS. But what it sounds like is if you have a machine that can use it, um, you will be able to stream your games and such from Steam straight to your TV. still have access to the whole Steam marketplace and all that. It basically puts Steam right in your living room, right? Yeah. I feel like the only
1: machines that are in your living room are like your TV and maybe your speakers, right? Yeah, like
0: but also your Xbox. Does yeah. that mean oh, yeah, that yeah. Steam OS might come to Xbox? No fucking way. Why would they allow that? Yeah. Right? So I don't I know. Would. I don't know whatever what other machines are talking about. Just being vague for vague sake, I mm-hmm. guess. Um, apart from being able to stream, you know, your games to your television, they're also going to be bringing music, TV, and uh, movie services to it, which is honestly a fucking given. You got to have Netflix. You mm-hmm. got to have, but music is always. Um, it's
1: it's weird. I I think it's weird that music isn't as integrated into a lot of those. But
0: I think here's why. I think I think the way most people consume music is via iTunes, via illegal downloading. Yeah. Or like actual hard discs, you know, vinyl, CDs, mm-hmm. whatever. And Apple doesn't let anyone use their shit, so there goes iTunes. Yeah. You know, and then at that point, it's all just like a bunch of not, like, there's no other dominant music What they need service. to do is,
1: is, if if Steam was smart, or, if, if, <laughs> if the if those company, dumbasses <laughs> knew what they were doing. <laughs> if, if they were smart, if they were smart, what they would do is they'd get a contract with Spotify.
0: Well, yeah, I could see that. I mean, Spotify's because, blowing up. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's, it's awesome, it's, yeah. it's
1: the same, it's the same effect as Netflix. Exactly. But it's, but instead of being limited to only, like, kind of, you know, four out of five star movies. You get whatever the fuck music you want. Yeah. You know, and so like. Netflix's
0: streaming um, options are starting to piss me off. Yeah. Nothing's ever available. It's yeah. really starting to piss me off. How dare they not <laughs> have my movies on? They, they only have like a million. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. Okay. Um, number seven and announcement number two from Valve is the actual Steam Hardware Beta. So that Steam box I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. Essentially, this is coming true.
1: Okay. They're demoing it.
0: Yeah, so basically Valve is working towards creating a machine that's going to run Steam OS, that will come to market in 2014. Right now they have a prototype, and this prototype is open source, and here's what's really interesting. It's upgradable. So the whole thing about being a PC gamer is you're able to incrementally upgrade your PC with graphics cards, RAM, motherboard, all that. Free? Free? No, no, you gotta buy this. Okay, shit. okay. It's a, Yeah, it's expensive, which is yeah, why no. a lot of people, you know, don't yeah. PC games. But
1: it, everyone that's in PC games just like love so it. enthralled. Yeah, by I it. know.
0: It's it's like this fucking holy just. Yeah, it's uh, like a universe. I want to be there. Yeah. <laughs> <So, laughs> want to be it? So, it sounds like this box will be upgradable. That way, either, a they're sort of future proofing themselves, where they don't have to keep releasing new, you know, like. They don't have to release another console in ten years because they got to upgrade the the hardware. You can upgrade the hardware yourself, mm-hmm. and that way your games will also be able to keep up with the new games that are coming out.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, th- they're they're doing an open beta or not an open beta. They're doing a beta for three hundred users on Steam. And you go into their website and if you have a Steam account and you can sign up.
1: 300? 300 fucking people. That's such a small sample size. I know,
0: but well, I mean, but it's also like it's very.
1: Like, I guess they're just trying to get feedback on on it, so they don't need a big sample. Yeah,
0: Um, and they said pretty much more on it is quote-unquote coming soon, but beta members are free to openly express anything they want about it pictures they can make a 3d model they can i mean it's great they're just like here
1: is there usually contracts like uh if you're a beta tester that you have to keep quiet about
0: stuff i'd imagine that like you'd get a slap on the wrist if you went out and you're like oh by the way you know this game that's coming out in a year <laughs> yeah. this is what you know yeah you know, it's okay. kind of that makes sense but yeah they're, they're they're like i said they're pr just gurus and so they're they're letting anybody say whatever they want which also probably shows their confidence a little bit in
1: it yeah absolutely if you got nothing to hide, then people are like, "Hell yeah!" Mm-hmm. You know, I want that shit.
0: But I just think it's interesting too, because we we you know our, even ourselves we have been wrapped up in this PS PlayStation versus Xbox debate for the last six months, mm-hmm. which is going to carry on for probably the next ten years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And guess what? Probably. You know this third fucking party this wild card Mm -hmm. just slipped into the game dude and not only that but it's fucking Valve one of the most cherished companies out there like I don't just find me one person who's had a bad experience with anything Valve has done Mm -hmm. the games they make are fucking sick Mm -hmm. their service is (laughs) arguably the best their fucking head guy Gabe Newell is literally like the anointed saint of gaming (laughs) And that guy's making a console. What did they, they have to
1: do to have it like get on everybody's good side so Like, what did they do that really, um, you know, like
0: they just the ease of use? They don't. They don't. They're not. I, I just feel like Microsoft kind of has this like this picture of like a shady back alley guy. Where, like, <laughs> you want to get some games? Yeah, you, you, you're, you're buying like you're buying these games, but you got a really bad feeling that you're getting ripped off.
1: You know? Yeah. So, so they make the consumer feel at ease. Yeah, with, exactly. with the transaction, people and, trust.
0: Them. Yeah, they're like, I will, you know. And, and well, that's good. Rightfully that's awesome. so. It's good for them. Uh, and the final announcement that they made um, was a Steam controller, mm. and this will argue interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, this will arguably, you know, probably be with the hardware, and um, also you can use it now for like you can already hook up an Xbox controller. <coughs> Excuse me. To the uh, computer mm-hmm. and play games on it that way, and I, and I think they're sort of developing their own controllers so that you can just go buy theirs, and it'll also work better with their software. Yeah, so yeah. You, you know they're edging out the competition. Right. Have you um, Have you seen it yet? Yeah, it's actually. Is it
1: more towards Xbox? Because like, there's only so many ways that the hand feels comfortable holding shit. So. Like, well, this is
0: what's incredible about it is it's honestly like unlike anything I've ever seen. So
1: it's not even it's not like more or less close to PS4 or Xbox or. Nah. Wow. Yeah, it's really cool. Yes, that's awesome. You know, Here. throw in the we just We
0: just brought a picture of it right now. What it looks like is on either side – so I will say that maybe like the ergonomics, the plastic of it kind of resembles an Xbox controller. So listeners right now, think of what the Xbox controller looks, at, looks like with no buttons, okay? Mm-hmm. In the center, you have a touchscreen, all right? And what this touchscreen does is it allows you – you can like swipe, you can scroll – a game can put whatever it wants to put on that touch screen, and you select not by touching and like tapping, but you actually click the whole screen down. Mm-hmm. So you and, and, and so it works as a button essentially. Okay. And then on either side, there's on each corner of that screen are actual buttons, which can be assigned to you know whatever game. You know, they can put whatever they want on those buttons. And here's the catch. Here's the coolest part. Instead of sticks, instead of thumbsticks, on either side of this screen. You've got two touchpads. Yeah, just pads. Pads. <laughs> Fucking pads. How does that work? How does it even – where's my mind? That'll be great
1: because, like, dude, I swear to God. I feel, like, I feel like it's because I'm not a good gamer. Like, whenever I use sticks, I seriously get, like, rashes and yeah, rubs and yeah. stuff because, like, <laughs> I'm trying rubs. so hard and, like, you know, like, I'm really pushing hard on those sticks. <laughs> yeah. And it hurts. So if you have a pad, like – I feel like even just that will be better. Yeah,
0: and I think the way it's supposed to feel is if you've ever had, like, a trackpad on a laptop or mm-hmm. anything like that, it can just kind of detect where your your thumb is. Trying to go. Yeah. yeah. It, it knows what's up. Yeah. They claim it's very precise. They claim it's really good for first-person shooters. I would – I'd be very interested – to to see it in action out of out of both the new Xbox One controller and the PS3 controller I, I said to myself I'm sure they're different in their own ways but it's going to uh, be largely the same experience this looks completely different yeah this is fucking new. this is cool yeah yeah and go ahead
1: I think I think it'll be interesting like we're you know it's kind of semantics now but like um, whenever I use the sticks on like Xbox One or PlayStation Three I use I use like the uh, the broad like you know, like the flat part of my thumb. Yeah. But I feel like if you want to be precise with this, you're really gonna have to like Get your tip put the top, yeah, just, like almost, almost nail. Just the tip. <laughs> yeah, just the tip. it. of Just there. the tip. But then, you know what I mean? Like, like if you're gonna really want to decide where you want to go, you're not just gonna be able to put your whole thumb on it like yeah. you would with a. And
0: see, that's why I'm interested. Like, I want to be able to use yeah. it because I want to see how. But it if it's better
1: then that, would be dope. Yeah, of you course, know? <laughs> better, it's better. always dope.
0: Um And apart from just the touchpad, it's going to have. Haptic feedback in the actual pads, which just means rumble. Thank but you for
1: the, I, I don't exactly. know exactly. <laughs> so
0: it's going to have a rumble effect, but they're actually really playing up how well this rumble is, much like the Xbox One is playing up the rumble, the haptic feedback in their own triggers. Okay, so Xbox claims that um, using the, the electromagnets they have in there, that you will be that you can do like a wide variety of different. Vibrations from more intense, less intense, shorter bursts, different. So, you know, if yeah. you're playing a driving game, and it can it can relate to you information on your braking through yeah. that. Well, they're they're essentially claiming it can do that as well. It says they've That's got cool. they got two high powered um, electromagnets in there that give you a wide range of vibration. Which and here's what they say: they're going to say it, it will be able to portray speed, texture, and other gaming specific events. Um, that kind of <laughs> that kind of just sounds like you know, hey, it vibrates, but I'm gonna let, I'm gonna try to make you think it does this crazy shit. And and the one word that really catches my eye is texture.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, does that mean I can sort of like feel something in a game? Because that would be incredible. That would be crazy. But what I actually think it's gonna boil down to is like, oh, you're on a bumpy road. so This <laughs> bumpy road feels texture. different than that yeah. bumpy road. You know. Yeah, that's
1: what I was wondering. Is like, how much can you really make a vibration <laughs> yeah. differentiate from other vibrations?
0: Exactly. Um, <laughs> But it's a pretty controller. It's new than anything we've ever seen. It is black. I mean, is yeah. That, I mean, that's what's what they got on this this picture now. I'm sure it'll, you know, we'll see once it actually. That's cool, comes man. Out. I'm down.
1: It's it's almost like an inverse because the uh, the thumb parts, like like on the Xbox controller, like where you grab it with your hand,
2: uh-huh.
1: like it goes towards you, where it, like like the curve of it goes almost like more yeah, this way. Yeah. 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 And like with this one, it's like it's inverted. Yeah. yeah, it's the it's other. It's like way. a cradle. Yeah, it's a, it's a yeah. Uh,
0: what is that? Yeah, con, <laughs> concave? <laughs> convex? Well, yeah, convex. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Thank like you, uh, 11th grade science. Thank you, wow. stalactites. Yeah, stalagmites. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, that's, that's all the news there. That's it. Yeah, okay, yeah.
1: so I mean, are we going on from news, or are we,
0: are we just yeah, I mean, after this, I figured you know maybe we'll have a couple other segments. I don't really know what we're going to do next i I figured maybe um if you ever wanted to bring like if you want to do like a market segment or whatever you know now we could insert that in, or I could just
1: tell you like stuff that I've learned throughout the week in my business class, yeah honestly, like exactly. that like, that 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 stood out to me that I thought were interesting, yeah, that's I'll be applicable. Like, fresh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. But um you know as of right now that's pretty much all we got. Hunter what are you I mean what are you doing this weekend? What's going on this weekend?
1: This weekend. Uh well I'm going to try and <laughs> I I asked out a girl who said yes. She said and, yes. Which is the biggest part, right? And she was again she was vibing. We yeah. talked about this earlier. Yeah,
0: well, yeah but and like I said I still don't have a good understanding what it, what is vibing. I feel like I mean, I know what it means. I get what you're trying to say. But, like, how do you know a girl's vibing you? It?
1: Like, it's mostly body language. You know, like, you hear all the time that, that communication's 90% nonverbal all the time. Right. And you're always like, yeah, it's a given. But, like, it really, like, really um, if you're keen on body language and you can understand, like, what their body language is actually really saying, uh, like, if a girl's vibing you, quote, unquote, <laughs> she's, she's at least going to be, like, facing you. You know, or, and if she's and she's if, not
0: turned around looking at someone else, yeah, or she's or not like
1: there. she's not like like you know facing sideways like texting and and, and you know like looking away like she if Even she's you vibing have her you, attention. yeah, if she's vibing you like she's looking into your eyes, she's facing you and she's like interested in what you're saying and like to be completely honest like that doesn't happen that often. That really but, doesn't. It's just, a great yeah, feeling. It's awesome. It makes you feel like the shit. <laughs> so this girl's vibing and. uh... You know I ask her out i was, and 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 again there's a lot there's a lot more of a a backstory with this particular girl uh-huh. uh i kind of I kind of blew it a, a few times before <laughs> like trying to hit on her but but like but like I said, it was really good because I had like a i had like a long break before I really got to to reintroduce you know myself okay. and and I had gone through a lot of introspection and really like worked on just who i am and and you know how i how I like to approach people right. and all that stuff. Yeah, and so when I really had hit that point and I hit that self-confidence, man, I like went up and talked to her, so, and she was vibing. She was vibing she was hard, vibing and it all worked out. And uh, so I asked her out, and I was like, you know, screw it, I'm not afraid of you. Like I'm gonna ask you out, and she so was like, are yeah. Where are you going? Um, I found out from my buddy that she used to be in a golf class, and just recently off of uh, Burnett Road, uh, a top golf got installed yeah for any of you that don 't know top golf it's fucking awesome yeah p s
0: it 's incredible yeah
1: if' you don't, if you don't know or like golf, you can still have a blast here because what it is is it's just like it's just a level you, there are different levels probably like two three or four different levels um, but they 're all the same thing, and you basically just go to a little like um, i don 't even know what it 's called like a dock basically, and it has a little turf. Square and you can play games like there's a little user interface where like you can try and hit for specific pins and like oh, no and it's awesome too because like they even they even cater to people that suck ass at golf like I'm not awesome at golf come putt yeah well no I mean <laughs> dude, it's to <funny. laughs> but like um, I'm not awesome at golf but I, I, at least I've been playing since I was like six because my dad's obsessed with it and yeah. so I know a lot of the ins and outs I have a good swing if you've
0: played throughout your life you're better than probably. Yeah. 90% of people
1: Yeah Because like the average In the average And this isn't the median It's just straight up The average is like 120 For like When you play 18 holes That's what yeah. most people score But anyways Like that's That's just a reference To say that most people Kind of well, suck at golf I'm 10 below honestly. average Yeah mm-hmm. uh, Yeah I'm, 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 I would say I'm probably Like low 100s Upper 90s If Which I'm is, If uh, I'm dude, being if You legit. can
0: break the 90s I haven't yet
1: but I, but I But I have That is within my potential so I like to say it, which, yeah. which is kind of a bullshit yeah. rationalization, but we whatever. all exaggerate. You know, it's whatever. So, but the thing that's cool about top golf is it really caters to people that aren't even good at golf because you can play games that um, it doesn't have to do with like distance. Yeah, you got different you know, objectives. Well, well, like, is it's like, like there's one thing where you'll that, like the real even if even if it's a really close hole. Uh, A girl can even hit to it, you know, and, like, she'll get just as many points as if you, like, go for a real long shot and make a real badass shot. so
0: it equates different skill levels.
1: Yeah, so, like, you know, I can honestly play against her and compete against her even though she sucks comparatively to me. But the thing with her is, is she was actually in a golf class, so... I'm actually kind of expecting so she her. She might to, beat
0: your ass. Yeah.
1: Well, well, I want a little challenge, you know. Yeah, like good. Maybe, maybe we'll, maybe we'll give her the handicap on the first time. Right. With that, with the game that might, uh, you know, do that. But then I might be like, hey, I want to actually see if you're, if you're as good as me.
0: Let's see what you got.
1: And I think, I think girls like that. They like the competition. And well, competition's always fun. it's always fun. Yeah. It's always like a flirt. You can make it real flirty. <laughs> it's easy. But the thing, but the big catch is as I told you before is. <laughs> She had no problem saying yes, she had no problem vibing, but she, she also, uh, <laughs> she texted me about, you know, a day ago and was like, oh, and I don't want to be presumptuous, but I'm kind of dating someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey. And It's like, are you kind of dating someone or are you, like, with someone? Right.
0: And well, so, you can just play that guy on the side card. Well,
1: that Well, no, again, we talked about it and I think I nailed it. I think I said the perfect thing in response, which is, like, I don't have a problem with it if you don't. I am totally down to just be in your company. Right. I'm not going to act like I'm not attracted to you because I am. <laughs> but I will also respect what you've got going on in your own
0: life. Flawless.
1: You know, and, and I feel like that's like the most encompassing or, or complete way of letting her know my intentions, you know. Righteous. So, yeah, that's, that's, that was the main thing. Other than that, I have a real hard test coming up next week, so I have to start studying on Sunday yeah, like all sucks. day. school
0: I just want to quit now. Thanks Please. for listening because that way we can just do this for the rest of our lives. Right? Never have to worry about fucking tests again. <laughs> I kind of enjoy the
1: challenge, but yeah. it just sucks when you know the material. And it just sucks just
0: when you don't want to do anything that has to do with school. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that. I don't know. I like school. Nah, I, I like it to an extent. I don't yeah. like the fucking work. Yeah, that's true. It's anyway, true. Well, that's cool. I'm going to be <clears> seeing <throat> one of my favorite bands, um, Alt J this Saturday. <laughs> I'm so fucking. Yeah, I'm very excited. It's gonna be a great show. I'm going uh, by myself. I'll probably end up standing in line at a you know, maybe like an hour or two before the doors open and I'm just gonna to try to meet whoever I meet there and I'll I'll have a great time. Um maybe, who knows, maybe you'll run into somebody. In yeah, it's time. very well possible. But um yeah, that's been Pod I mean that's been Witty Banner. That was Witty it. Witty Banter. That was Witty Banners. I like it. Episode one. Episode one Yeah, we we struggled for about thirty what, thirty minutes on a name.
1: Yeah, we wanted something that really, like, was significant to us, uh, that we thought was kind of, you know, funny, um, but witty banter was significant to us, and that's, I think, you know, almost even ultimately why we decided. Yeah, on it's kind of goes. like an
0: inside joke.
1: Yeah, we, we, uh, yeah, we had a joke about it, so... You know, if you are interested in the joke, the you other... can try and contact us, but uh, it's <laughs> yeah. not that we'll interesting. We'll tell you the next – Just like any other inside of the joke, <laughs> yeah. it's like it's not that funny. Oh, great. I wasn't there, so
0: that doesn't mean shit. <laughs> so it sucks. Yeah. Um, so final thoughts on this beer, guys. It's, it's, your pretty, it's a pretty standard run-of-the-mill IPA. I'm ready to get drunk on it, to be completely honest. Well, I'm already feeling it. It's strong. It's strong, guys. It's good. It's good. It's bitter. Um, it's just like, hey – I need to go grab a quick six-pack of something that's decently good. I like IPAs. Yeah, great. I like IPAs. Grab a Titan. Um, <laughs> <it's>, uh, <laughs> let's let's rate it on a scale from 1 to 10. I'm going to give it a 7. It's good.
1: I'll give it a 7.5. 7.5? 7.5. Five. Seven okay, cool.
0: All right, well, yeah, once again, thank you for listening. This has been Witty Banner. Um, you can find me at on Twitter. I am at Bodacious Chase. And, Hunter, what is your Twitter, ha- Twitter handle?
1: Uh. <laughs> I'm so bad at keeping up with Twitter, I almost don't even know. But I, I want to say that it's Diesel Dorset at Diesel Dorset. Okay. No uh, numbers? No.
0: That's right. good for you. Right? Yeah. God. You
1: always got mad at me for putting the Funter 33. Unbelievable. <laughs> instead of just the Funter. Unreal.
0: <laughs> I, will I just
1: didn't know that that was like uh, the thing is trying to make it clean. I yeah, like, I will not. I was not like, everyone s- always puts
0: numbers, so I'm going to put my numbers. Exactly. You know? <laughs> everyone has numbers. I will not subscribe to any website service or anything. That makes me have a username with numbers in it. Like I will not put a number in it. You gotta. Thirty-three
1: was distinct for me though because I'm Dorset and Tony Dorset was thirty-three and he's a baller.
0: Basically, Hunter had the opportunity to have the funter as his gamer tag. He just fucking
1: Hunter, fucking Hunter.
0: (laughs) And he opted to put a number in there. Blows my (laughs) mind. Kills me. At Bodacious Uh. Chase, at Diesel Dorset, we're going to set up a page. for this podcast where you can find us it'll probably more than likely be a, a, a website that I already have uh, bodaciouschase.com we're going to be working on trying to trying to get it to iTunes so you can just subscribe works in progress works in progress also we really want to have a listener mail segment mm-hmm. at the end of the show we want to answer your That'd questions awesome. we want to talk to you guys as of right now we do not have an email address for our podcast but by next week, we will. It'll more than likely be wittybanter at gmail.com or something easy like that. So until then, please, please, please just tweet at us any questions you have, maybe where you want to see the show go, any ideas you have, anywhere. We're in this together. If you are a listener, you are our friend. Absolutely. You, know? we, you are in a relationship with we us. Love you. Exactly. <laughs> so get ready for all of our baggage. Um, so, yeah, that's been it. Um, podcast. Number Should one, like make it a handshake? Yeah, exactly. We are shaking hands right <laughs> now, if only <laughs> okay. you could see. Um, that's been Witty Banner. I'm Chase Williams. I'm Honor Dorsett. We are out. Thanks for listening.